0: The, not the best way to, to start off the uh, CHGO Blackhawks uh, reign. 0-1 now for Chicago as uh, you are listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. First post-game show uh, as the Blackhawks lose 4-3 to to the Flyers. My name is Mario Turbasi. That's Greg Boyson. want to mention that this show is presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life Blackhawks and Flyers first time that they've played each other in a few years uh, due to uh, you know scheduling differences and and with the you know shortened season last year and whatnot but uh, the Blackhawks will have to wait another day to try and snap their uh, decades-long losing streak in the regular season against the Philadelphia Flyers as they are now 17 straight losses uh, excluding the playoffs for the Blackhawks against the Flyers in Philadelphia, with today's loss, um, it was a feisty game. It, it, to 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 put it in to put it into one word, feisty is, is the best way that I can put it.
1: There was some spice on that cheesesteak today. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That was uh, yeah, like a little bit of everything there. Obviously, you know, Blackhawks ruined our first post game here on, on CHGO. We wanted to talk about a win. Certainly looked like we were going to get one there for a while. Great mm-hmm. second period. Um, first period got better. It was a sleepy start, but that's nothing new. Uh,
0: yeah, I too. mean, what else is new?
1: Right, exactly. It's a. It would be more surprising if we were like, holy crap, that start by the Blackhawks was yeah, amazing. Right, we're exactly. used to the slow starts. Second period was really good. And then, you know, just they can't close the deal again. Mm-hmm. This is, we could We couldn't record one episode and pretty much play it three out of four (laughs) games and (laughs) and just fill in the blanks of whatever team they're playing against. So, but you know, there, I did like to see the feistiness that we saw today. There was Mm -hmm. some people that cared and that's what you want to see. You know, you want to see guys care and they're definitely with some of that.
0: Yeah. We, you know, we, we talked about it in the, in the first podcast yesterday, you know, what, what are you going to start paying attention to as the Blackhawks now are going into the trade deadline as a rebuilding team that are going to start, you know, selling off some, some assets and start bringing in some young players. One thing that you're going to see is, okay, who are the next players that are going to come in through the lineup? The other thing you want to see is who cares about this team? Not, not who cares, but who, who, you know, the, the GAF meter, you know, who's, who's putting some effort into the games, who's showing some heart, showing some emotion. And we saw it in, in, in today's game. Um, guy, you know, guys like Alex Dabrinkit and Jonathan Taze, you know, causing some scrums. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not maybe not Jonathan Taze, the guy, the guy you want to see yeah, dropping I the gloves d- right now. Yeah, but
1: I mean, he's your captain. That's what you want to see out of your captain. But you don't want to see that out of a captain who, who's just com- coming back from a concussion. Another concussion, with a history yeah. of concussions, mm-hmm. has health problems. I I, I get it. That's, that's what he does. That's mm-hmm. what you want out of your captain. But, you know, maybe not. Taking punches in the head, yeah. second game back from what? How many concussions is it, it? I lost counts. Yeah,
0: it, uh, diagnosed it right. could be you know. And
1: I know it's heat of the moment. You're not thinking. You know, you're the captain. You're going out there. You see your. You see a guy like Alex DeBrinket challenge Ristolainen, mm-hmm. and you're gonna jump in there, and that's the right thing to do, but maybe not by the right player. Uh, yeah, but, but it's I, instinct. But, I, but yeah, in, exactly. Right. So it's, so it's heat of the moment. You're not gonna get mad at him for doing it, right?
0: Um. It's easy to say, like, hey, don't jump in there from us, but from those guys, I mean that's that's the nature right. of the game. He and and this. and at the end of the day, you know, there were no real fights or punches oh. thrown. So, you know, you can you can say it's
1: and I you know, and I it will give Crystal some credit that the the gigantic Flyers defenseman, he kinda Taves got him from behind and then he kinda jumped up and then when he realized who it was, he kinda backed off there That's for true. a second. Yeah. So little little stick tap to the to the veteran <laughs> defender for not killing our captain when yeah. he probably easily could have, but it was that was kind of like where he's like, okay, I'm not gonna go overboard here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if it was the injury history that crept in his head, probably not, but just something about a respect. Like, okay, it's the captain doing what a captain does. Right. There's no reason to keep it going.
0: Also, those were at, I think at points where the Flyers, the, the first one was the Flyers that had just scored to tie right. the game, and then, then they were you know they were leading at that point too. Right. So it wasn't you know yeah. he's he's not gonna take himself off the ice in a, where they're in a position to be leading. So
1: savvy veteran move on, on, on more than one hand there.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I I think, you know, we, we talked about the, the the slow start, something that, you know, it's, you're coming off of a game on Thursday night where you had, you know, the flyers in town, you had Nicholas Dromerson legacy night. You had Duncan Keith coming back. It was Taze's first game back, you know, since from coming off the concussion. Um, you know, you, you have two of the best players in the league coming into the United Center, and just the energy was just up. And you could, t- you could tell that the Blackhawks were, were feeding off of that. And then you come into today's game, a, a two, you know, a 2 o'clock start on a Saturday, you know, national broadcasts, Blackhawks flyers, not two teams that are going to be, you know, fighting for uh, any playoff positioning, but two teams that are, you know, they have history. Right. And you come out and you have such a slow start out of the gate. You're outshot nine to two uh, at one point, eleven to five at one point in the in the first period. You give up the first goal, something you've done for most of the season, and it was just you know it, it's just this kind of the same script you're seeing from the Blackhawks all season.
1: It's frustrating because you know we used to I, I, I could say we, because I'm sure you you said it a lot too. This was a problem under Jeremy Colliton for the last two seasons plus. And, you know, slow starts. It's the coach's job to get the team ready to play. And now mm-hmm. we're seeing those same problems under Derek King, too. So now you're going, well, these are just two consecutive coaches that can't get their team ready to go? Or is this now a personnel issue as well? And it's mm-hmm. probably a little bit of both. But if, the same, if you make a coaching change and you still get the same kind of problems, especially when it comes to, you know, showing up at the opening face-off, then, mm-hmm. you know, that, that seems to me that – Yes, you got to you got to put some of that blame on Derek King for sure. It's his job to have his team ready, but two coaches same problem same season. It's at what point do you say, "Well, come on, it's now it's on the players. You got to right. be ready to go. If that's their job. Be ready to play at puck drop." So many times this season it hasn't happened and it's beyond frustrating.
0: Right, and it, you know, it's professional athletes. Like, yeah. the, you know, you guys you, these guys are are paid handsomely to to play this, you know, to play hockey and to to be able to be ready to go. You know, 82 games a season. I can understand that some of it's a grind, especially really? when you're in the position in the standings where the Blackhawks are at, and you know you're you're seeing probably a bunch of your teammates are not going to be here in, in two three weeks. I can understand that that's tough to get up for, but it's you know you're still you're now fighting for a job in front of the new boss Kyle Davidson. You know it's he was he was uh, at the game. You know he was interviewed by by Emily Kaplan uh, during. Um, during the broadcast. And so he was there, he's, you know, and, and he's the guy now we, he was put in, in, in place, had the interim tag lifted on Tuesday. He's the GM. He's going to be the one, you know, sending these players, you know, up down out of town, bringing guys in. So and he's the one going to be making all the shots. So, you know, two, two games under him officially as, as a GM, you had the overtime win against the Oilers and then you had, you know, tonight's or this afternoon's game where they, you know, they, they blow a lead. And uh, to a, to a Flyers team that hadn't they've only they'd only had one win this year where they were trailing after the second period.
1: Yeah, and they were they were three sixteen and four since January first. Just and whew, you're getting Martin Jones, you know, backup goalie who's mm-hmm. been I'll, I'll, I'll word this kindly less than good the last two or three seasons. I mean, this is your chance. You know, road game sure, but I mean, this was a perfect team to beat on the road, and you had them. Had them, you had a lead in the second period, um, you know, and you just couldn't do it. Um, you know, As you said, the motivation, you know, yeah, they're getting paid a lot of money to, to play a sport that we'd all love to do. But, you know, and then you mentioned the Kyle Davidson. This is the guy that's going to decide your future. And you got a roster full of guys that could very easily be playing in Rockford right now. Mm-hmm. So if if, <laughs> the, if the motivation to not stay in the NHL doesn't get you ready to play at the opening faceoff, it's time to find guys that will enough right. is enough. You know, if if these guys don't want to do it, and 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 we, Kyle Davis improved just yesterday. He don't care how long you've been <laughs> in this organization. Right, he's gonna show you the door if you don't fit what his vision. So some of these guys, especially these young guys that are borderline NHLers right now, we have a roster full of them, and there's guys in Rockford that will gladly take your spot. And frankly replacement-level guys that you can mm-hmm. swap in and out and really not notice a difference. So, you know, you want to keep your spot. you got to start playing better. And it's just, you know, you're going to lose games. This Blackhawks team, for the next couple of years, they're going to lose games because the talent gap is too big to overcome. You, you can deal with losing to a better team. The Flyers are not a better team than the Blackhawks. Right. That talent gap is not big enough. It's the effort that's what you want to see going forward during the process of this rebuild is the effort. You got to have guys that want to be here that want to play night in and night out, not for f- 7 minutes in the second period the whole 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we got to get effort and that should be the key for for the rebuild. Um, you know, you can lose to a better team, but if you if you gave that effort for 60 minutes, then you can hang your hat on that. You shouldn't be losing to teams like the Flyers because you're not given effort. A full effort wins you this game too.
0: Right. Well, and and, and to, you know, you, you look at the slow start, you look at some of the the mistakes that were made, you know, from behind the bench, and you talk about the, you know, not being prepared to go for from from the coaching standpoint. This is this was a second the second game in a row yeah. where they had two too many men on the ice penalties. And and you know, on Thursday they were able to overcome them and get a win. This tonight or this afternoon, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, with with a minute and a half to play, you you got the can't you got that. Lincoln and pulled and you got seven guys on and the end. You're allowed even, to have six. You that, had seven.
1: And that wasn't even from a botched line change. Sometimes line changes, it gets hectic. It's crazy. It wasn't a line change. Mm. Two guys jumped on when it should have been just one, and you can't have that. You just it, no excuse. And mm. it was. It, it appeared it was Kubelik was the extra guy over. Right you know for a guy that's that's been struggling like him you just you can't make those mistakes those are inexcusable and and it and it could have cost them i mean they had to play shorthanded i mean technically even strength cuz they pulled the goalie but puts you behind the eight ball with mm-hmm. a minute and a half to go in a one goal game during a period which they lost eight trait faceoffs that went right. in the third period
0: Toward, yeah down the stretch they you, could you, not you're win a draw you make
1: a comeback you're down a goal you can't win it including goal uh, offs on a power play mm-hmm. You're losing faceoffs left and right and now you make more mental mistakes again. That's just just you can't have it. And yes, we know this isn't a great hockey team, but these are the small things in detail that this team needs to get better at to just be competitive. And these are the things that Kyle Davison needs to be watching for. Guys not jumping over the boards, mm. costing them penalties, guys that can win faceoffs in the third period when you're down a goal chasing a lead that you you blew. You got to have guys that can do those, those small things. So uh, I hope, I'm willing to bet Kyle Davidson's is getting on the, uh, the, the Blackhawks charter back here to Chicago with a notebook full of uh, names that might not be circled for good reasons. Yeah.
0: And uh, one person that I think, you know, it's, we've been talking about all season, and, he, you know, he had a, a big impact in the game today that Kyle Davidson is really going to have a difficult decision about is Dylan Strom. He got two goals uh, t- today. Um, you know, he it's he's he's now ten and eleven goals on the year. Um, obviously, playing in a in in the in the right position to have success. He's playing with Patrick Kane. He's playing out Al- with Alex DeBrinket. You know, he's playing these this this top six role and playing with the skilled players that he needs to to be successful. And and you're seeing some you know these flashes where he's he's in the right positions, you know, he's making the right plays uh, at the, at the right time. I mean, it's it's a an, it's another it's another, you know, do you trade him, do you keep him? Right. Kind of kind of kind of game because you look at what he brings to the table, you look at his age, you look at his relative affordability. I mean, it's it, it's it there's reasons to trade him, reasons to keep him. It, is does that change at all after having a, a game like he did today? I mean, it feels like we're you know really we we live one game at a time with Dylan. Really Strong.
1: doesn't change that conversation because a he both gave you more reason to keep him and raised his trade value all right at the same exactly. Time. So yeah. it's a double edged sword. You can you can argue both sides of that coin and not be wrong. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's a right or wrong answer to that. If you get full value for whatever that is right now, if you can get make it worth giving up on a guy that's twenty four, mm-hmm. um, you know that will be. Pretty affordable. You know, he's not going to command a $7, $8 million salary here. Um, he might
0: not even get the same money no, he's getting now.
1: He probably won't. I mean, you know. The only way. He, I, I feel like the only under, way. Never over underestimate the stupidity of an NHL general Of course, so yeah. So there's always somebody out there that's going to go, what? And then ruin it for everybody. Right, else. exactly. But you're right. He probably won't get as much AVV as his current contract um
0: that is unless the Blackhawks give him a qualifying offer, which right. I don't think I they want to do. That. I, I don't think you. I don't think you can.
1: No, uh, but he's got 26 more games now to, to force their hand. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's playing for his future, and you know, I've been on all season, even and uh, since the end of last season when it was obvious he had fallen out of favor with Colton. I've been on the trade, Dylan Strome. Trade him for his sake. Let the kid go someplace where he can, uh, you know, thrive. But in the past few weeks, he's made his case to where I'm almost to the point where I'm like, well, let's bring him back on a, a team-friendly contract mm-hmm. for another two years. He's the perfect type of player for a rebuilding team. Still young, still has, you know, room to grow. Affordable, young and cheap. That's what the Blackhawks need the next few years, and he fits that mold. Um, so you know, if if they can get good value for him at uh, trade deadline day i won't be upset right if they bring him back at a nice deal and he continues to be this version of dylan strome i won't be upset if you let him go for nothing well then i'm right. gonna be on this chair saying <laughs> what the hell is yeah going on. right so it that is one of the storylines that will we'll definitely keep um, keep an eye on here at least for the next couple of weeks until March twenty first. Right, exactly. And, you know, we'll, we'll ride it out if he's still here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know you're at like you said you're at the point where you're not wrong either way. Right. It's just what what is going to be the what what is the future result going to be? Is it going to be okay? We're rolling the we're rolling the dice on, on Dylan Strom again, and you know he, he showed us enough to keep him around. We keep him on a on a you know team friendly contract, short term, whatever it needs to be, and then it goes. Oh, okay, he's going to have a slump again. You know, is is it going to be more of the same, Dylan Strom? I, I think, like you said, you can't be wrong trading him as long as you get right. what you get at, at you fair wanna, value. You don't want
1: to give him up for a fifth or sixth round pick, but if you can get no, a if you can third get third, second,
0: yeah, and that you t- if you I get, think, someone
1: offers you a second, <clears throat> you almost have to grab it. Yeah, I, um, I,
0: especially when you don't have a first round pick this year,
1: so it all depends on what the offers are too that i think are gonna i I think i get the impression that that davidson is smart enough to know what the values are i I think and i think a lot of guys are gonna try and fleece him at the trade deadline like here's this young kid never done it let's see if we can pull a fast one on him but i think he's smarter than that and uh i think he knows um those guys that are in the top of that trade list i think he has a good idea of what he Wants to get back, and if nobody gives you what you're looking for, you don't have to trade him.
0: Right. There's no there's no reason to make a deal just, just for just the sake him. of right. making I a mean, deal. He's
1: not a he's not a contract that you got to get rid of to move forward. He's not. You know, if you don't, if you if Kyle Davidson decides I need either a second or a third round pick for Stroman, he doesn't get that offer, then you keep him. the 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 market dictates his future, at least for the remainder of this season.
0: Right, and we know that he's been dangled out on the trade block for, about, for about a year, yeah. and there hasn't been a, 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 a worthy enough deal yeah. to, to get rid of him. Obviously, deal
1: hasn't come around. So, you know, does it come around at the trade deadline with him playing better and teams getting more desperate? You know, who knows who needs an, another forward in the next couple of weeks due to mm-hmm. injury hockey? We all know. It you, can, it, can, it can change just like can that. lineup can change in, in, in a millisecond. So, um, someone gets desperate enough to throw a second-round pick, you really, I think you really got to consider it at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it will be one of the most intriguing storylines between now and March 21st. Yeah,
0: and Dylan Strom's not a player that we have to put out a disclaimer for. Nope. I think we'd be fine without him, Right. not like Brandon Hagel, which right. we yeah. fully...
1: I mean we fully
0: love Brandon Hagel and we, we're not are, saying are, that we have to trade him. Our our but. Episode,
1: <laughs> our daily episode reminder that we do love Brandon Hagel but he's not untouchable.
0: Yep. And a <laughs> reminder that uh, this podcast is brought to you by Sportsbet, uh Pointsbet. The best way to support CHGO is to download the Pointsbet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Pointsbet is your home for live in-game betting. Introducing a Pointsbet Points bets new exclusive feature live NBA same game parlays for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same game parlay only with points bet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game and you can boost your live same game parlays as well. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with points bet. And now, online sign up is available in Illinois starting today. You can download the points bet app. Register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sportsbook is now easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. Check out the link in the description below. Use the code CHGO to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. So, one thing that uh, hockey does is give out three stars of a game. It's, you know, sometimes it's arbitrary, sometimes it's, you know, oh, you, you look at it and you go, okay, they got that right. Uh, in tonight's game, the three stars all came from the Flyers. Big surprise. Um, but with us uh, here at CHGO, we're in Chicago. The flag's got four stars on it. So, we're going with. Four stars of the game. So the three stars of the game were all the Flyers. So we have the entire Blackhawks lineup to pick the fourth star of the game for us here with the uh, the CHGO uh, Blackhawks podcast. Greg, I'm going to go with you first. Your nomination for the fourth star of the game.
1: Uh, it's a guy that I actually was kind of surprised wasn't one of the three stars, and that's Dylan Strome with his two goals. Uh, we just talked about him. Um, so, yeah, two goals. Uh, two big goals there. Uh, great play from Canner that set him up. You know, something about that spot of the uh, Philadelphia ice <laughs> that just brings out magic in good old number 88. I, I almost called it the Wells Fargo Center. I don't, is that what it is? I know it's not that anyway. They changed their name too No, often. I think it is. It's it, it Wells, Fargo? Wells Fargo? I don't
0: know. I'm it's, not 100% I still want to sure. call
1: it the spectrum. That's how old school <laughs> I am. But something about that spot on the ice gets Patrick Kane all ge- uh, energized. But Strome, two goals. He had six shots on goal. Um. I think those were all in the first two periods, too. I don't yeah. remember him getting any in the third. My only downside on Strom, um, and this hasn't been a problem for him lately, but he was
0: he had an off day.
1: brutal at the dot. Mm-hmm. He just won four of 14 draws for 29% on the face-offs. Um, eh, you got to be better than that. But he has been a lot better this season. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, especially with Taves out, you could argue he's been the best face-off guy. So bad games happen, hopefully – uh, he's got a chance to bounce back from that real quick tomorrow night, back at the United Center against Tampa Bay. So uh, that will be a, a challenge against some of their centers. But so Dylan Strome is my CHGO fourth star of the game. Um, you know, best best hawk on the ice, as far as I was concerned.
0: Yeah, uh, two goals. Uh, you know, good game from from him. Obviously, the the faceoffs were we talked about. You know, down the stretch were were an issue, but. Uh, yeah, it's hard, hard to argue against that. I'm going to go with the captain, Jonathan Tays, had an assist in the game. He was uh, 12 of 21 from the faceoff dot, led the Blackhawks uh, in, in, in that category. Um, and we talked about, you know, how this game was feisty. And, you know, you're a little bit like, don't, don't want to see, you know, Tays being the one getting into the middle of the scrums. But at the end of the day, um, that's who you want to, to, to show that you're leading the team um it you know getting that effort from the captain being able to step up for you know for his teammates and um you know I I I put it out on Twitter I said this this was a game between two teams that are you know a few weeks away from being picked apart at the trade deadline and you're seeing you're seeing this kind of emotion uh this kind of you know uh, physicality getting into into the you know getting into the scrums after goals after you know after the whistle and whatnot you know that's what you want to see out of teammates caring for each other um you know guys that are that are going to you know fight for fight literally fight for one another in a game between two teams that are not going to be going to the postseason so um Jonathan Taze I think he you know he brought a lot of that tonight and I think you know it's 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 an, an effort from him tonight that I think I can I I hope can jumpstart him a little bit you know they didn't get the win but for him personally, to kind of get involved in, in something like that, be in a game where you know you're 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 playing physical, you're you're mixing it up, um, getting on the getting on the score sheet, spend some time in the penalty box, you know, win some face off, like get, get really involved, and hopefully that can uh, that can jumpstart him. Doing those there. little
1: things, doing those effort things we just talked about, <laughs> excuse me. And if he's going to stick around through this rebuild, at least through the end of his contract. You know, those are the things you wanted Jonathan Taves to do to rub off on these young up-and-coming players. Mm-hmm. You know, you can rest on your Laurels and your three Stanley Cups and your Con Smythe and all that all that great <laughs> stuff he's done in the past. But if he wants to be a real good uh, an addition to this rebuild, at least the start of the rebuild, then that's what I'd like to see out of him more. And then that rubs off on guys like Kirby Doc and, and mm-hmm. even a you know, Dylan Strome, if he's still around. But these young guys, your Philip Kirchhew's, your Lucas Reichel, when he comes up playing every day. You know, just to learn those little things that you don't necessarily have to affect the outcome of a game by scoring a big goal. You can do it by doing these little things Mm -hmm. that gets your team energized and gets your team wanting to play for each other. Because when your team is playing for each other, that is a team that is very hard to beat. Mm -hmm. So leading by example is, you know, from here on out, I don't care what Jonathan Taves does point-wise. It's leading by example that he's going to be most important for, for rest of his time here at the blackhawks
0: absolutely yeah it's and he's you know he's been the the kind of person that's in his career has led by example has, has been a player that says you know f- follow me and i'll get you to where we need to go and um you know he's not able to really do that on the ice as much from a from a skill standpoint but you know like you said doing the little things right uh, that's the guy that you can point to for for a, a young locker room that it's that it's likely going to be in the next few years and uh and point to him and be like, Okay, this this is how you do it in the NHL. Um so yeah, so Dylan Strom and uh Jonathan Taze, the first the first two uh fourth stars for the uh, CHGO Blackhawks podcast and um you know, again, it was pretty easy to kind of pick from the the yeah. entire roster oh, <laughs> when yeah. when Philly got all all three well, of the uh, other Hopefully this will stars. be a little
1: more in-depth discussion when all three Blackhawks are the three stars of the game. And then we have to do a little bit it'll, it'll make us, yeah, make yeah. us work this, a little bit harder. Be, this is fun. I like that. I love this idea. We've got four stars in the Chicago flag, and now we've got a four-star. And, um you know... Well, I mean, we got we to pick one now. We got to pick one. Okay. Actually, right, so yeah, that, I think we that. should ask people in the YouTube well, chat. Actually, like, I was just yeah, just you know, about ready should. to say that. Uh, <laughs> our magic man behind the curtain there, Lawrence, doing his his great job as always. But Thank you. Um, yeah, um, yep. I, let us know in the YouTube comments or let, hit us up on Twitter, CHGO Blackhaw- underscore Blackhawks or Mario Greg if you follow me and Mario. Let us know who your four star of the game. I guess we have to make a consensus pick here. Okay. We can't leave it hanging out there. You know, this is. You could a ask ci- me. We're a city <laughs> What about of me? Final can, we, answers. Yeah, so we yeah. need one guy. There's no ties in
0: hockey. Can,
2: can I can I vote for gritty or is that just? No, I can't well, vote. Well, I think
0: that's, that's the Philly number one star <laughs> of the game.
1: You know, he's 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 the number one star of our lives, not just the game. Number gritty. one Gritty's in our hearts. Best. Can we trade for gritty? Um, will the Flyers give us gritty for Dylan Strome straight up. <laughs> Let's make that trade. I'm for it.
0: Hey, I mean that that belly at the faceoff dot. I mean that's that's that gives you a positional I mean, he advantage. Streaks
1: at outdoor games. <laughs> I mean, come on, who doesn't want that on your team? We just got to paint him red, but he'll be all right. Um, all right. So great are we?
0: So, so oh, so okay. So between Jonathan Tays and Dylan Strome, I mean, it's it's hard to argue against the guy who actually had the Blackhawks right. in the game. On uh, you know. Uh, when it mattered in the on the right. score sheet, so uh, I will concede the Jonathan right. Tays pick to to you
1: Lucky to Dylan Strome because I was almost going to concede the because <laughs> of all the things we're talking about Tays, but no, it is hard to uh, you know you score three goals and he's got two of them and he had the two big ones in the second period mm-hmm. there, so yeah, Dylan Strome is the official first chicago fourth star of the game this would be something fun way to go dylan we've always been huge fans right
0: your uh, your t-shirts in the mail
1: yeah uh <laughs> so yeah we need to um this will be something we're gonna do f- going forward you know it's kind of making trying it out a, a fun little chicago spin this is what we're all about we're all chicago guys and girls and we're all watching we're chicago fans so let's keep it as chicago as possible so Send us your votes. Who did you, who'd you think? Tell us why <laughs> you thought they should be the CHGO 4 starter game. You can do it right here on the YouTube feed if you're watching live or hit us up on Twitter. Or if you've already become a CHGO member, which you should have because it's the best deal you're going to get going, mm-hmm. you're going to you're, you're get access to exclusive content all throughout the website, not just Blackhawks but Bulls, Cubs, Sox, Bears, everything. Uh, you get a free shirt. Who doesn't like free stuff? Especially as I'm going to steal from our colleague Luke Stuckmeyer, dope merch. Dope merch. Get yourself some free dope merch, (laughs) Luke. If you uh, trademark that, uh, I'll I'll send you a few bucks (laughs) when I see you next time. But. Also, you can join the members-only Discord server, so you can throw your comments in there. We've already got an active group in the Blackhawks chat room, so let us know. We love hearing about you. CHGO is all about community. It's all about the fans. It's not about just me and Mario talking. You guys are just (laughs) as part of this show as we are, so let us know every game who your four-star is, and we'll we'll give you a shout-out. We'll interact with you. This is what it's all about, fans talking to fans.
0: Absolutely. And... Yeah, I, I think one one thing that that I can say about the uh, the dope merch <laughs> is that um, you know for, for, for Blackhawks fans, you see the, the the logo in the in the corner of the screen there. That's going to be on our uh, CHGO Blackhawks shirts. Uh, we might, you know, I th- I think we're going to get hats going, maybe maybe some sweaters, some uh, I don't know, dog collars. I don't, I'm just I, you know I, these you, are just ideas us. that I have I yeah, that, that I have you know first we need a dope
1: back. merch CHGO shirt that should be our next first shirt quote unquote dope merch <laughs> and have the logo underneath uh, but I'm gonna go on the record right here I'm going live on on our feed right now the first person I randomly see be it at a game or on a street wearing a Blackhawks CHGO shirt I'm gonna buy a slice of pizza for right there on the spot so tavern style. shirts. Square square <laughs> pieces only. It might be a small piece. Maybe uh, it be
2: two pieces. January there in the chat, she says we need we need a T shirt or a sticker. We really do like Hegel. No exclamation
1: point. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. That's, yeah, uh, that's that's a good point there, January. J- I mean, Jay
0: Jay J- had the wh- the whole you know yeah. disclaimer on the front and the back. You know, we'll have to we'll have to work that in there.
1: Problem is, we'll, we'll get those stickers printed up. We'll start selling them like hotcakes, and then they'll trade them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With our luck, yep.
1: But, no, that's a great idea. All about the merch. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love getting free merch, great merch, dope merch mm-hmm. from uh, your favorite websites? And hopefully, you know, CHGO is your favorite website already. If not, we're going to win you over.
0: Absolutely. Um, one thing I did want to talk about that was outside of the game, came, that was uh, part of the broadcast. I mentioned it earlier. Kyle Davidson had a little little uh, segment with Emily Kaplan on the on the ABC ESPN broadcast. Um, talking a little bit about him taking over the position and, and the Blackhawks going into their rebuild and he yet again affirmed like yes we are rebuilding we are going to need to you know go younger recoup prospects and picks and you know build for the future. Um, one thing that he did say that I, I I did enjoy is this is a little tagline uh, to Emily Kaplan was hop on the ride now because in the end it will be worth it and I think that that's something that the team is going to start, or or should start promoting. It's something that we've we've talked about, um, you know, in, in our in our work prior to joining CHGO and and on yesterday's podcast. That getting into the Blackhawks, getting into you know the rebuild, um, for for fans to be able to get on board, um, now as as things are gonna gonna start changing, things are gonna be a little bit difficult. Like that's that's for for sure. It's gonna be difficult. You are gonna see, you know. You're not going to see postseason hockey for for a while, um, but you're going to see a lot of change. You're going to see a lot of, uh, hopefully, you're going to see a lot of you know promising youth come into the team, and you're going to get into you know these players that are going to be part of the future that are going to be you know built upon one one another. You're going to see a roster hopefully get built that will contend three, four, five years down the road, and you'll you'll see the pieces uh, come together. And hopefully, you know, Kyle Davidson can, can be true to his, you know, true to his word that, you know, in the end it's going to be worth it. It's going to be, I'm, I'm hoping my, my hope is that the rebuild is not, uh, a train wreck, and we don't end up, we don't end up like, you know, a team like the Sabres where it's every, every year, every yeah, every year has to, oh, the rebuild starts now. Uh, Oilers, next year, the Oilers, rebuild starts now. Yeah, we don't want that. You know, we, I really hope that that's, that's not the case. Um, you know, we don't really know a lot about Davidson, but I think there can be optimism that, you know, we're not talking about seven, eight, nine years. We keep talking about three, four, five. Let's hope it's three, four, five, but I, I think – you know, getting into it now, getting it, getting invested in some of these young guys, and and you know, I hate to steal, trust the process, but trust the process. Yeah. I think I think in the end we can get to a place where you know we saw the Blackhawks in in 2007, 2008, 2008, 2009, and then 2010 is when it you know.
1: I think that's what we're going to all use, came together. We're going to use now. We're not going to say trust the process. And we'll say hop on the ride.
0: Hop on the if, ride. If,
1: if the Blackhawks aren't going to trade market, that's going to be our thing. Hop on the ride. <laughs> hop on the ride and CHGO, and then hop on the ride with the Blackhawks. Because we talked a little bit about yesterday. This fan base right now, a lot of these, a lot of the Blackhawk fan base are guy are, are are people that didn't get in until the Stanley Cup years, mm-hmm. be it by age or just because you know popularity. Winning, they're not, they're not, winning
0: not, hockey draws right. people in. We're not going to call Nothing those wrong with people that.
1: bandwagon fans because listen, if you started watching in 2010 and you're still a fan in 2022, you, you've got 12 seasons into mm-hmm. this. You're not a bandwagon fan, and you're you have and you
0: have experienced
1: everything, right. hardships already. So I so. think the fun part about this is that a lot of the fan base that that joined Stanley Cup run and beyond, they weren't there for those first couple years before they weren't there seeing Keith and Seabrook cut their teeth and have their growing pains and Mm -hmm. then evolve into hall of fame defensemen. Now they get that chance to get in at the ground floor, get in from day one and then pick those guys as, is it Lucas Reichel? It's Mm -hmm. probably guys that haven't even been drafted yet. Um, so,
0: but (laughs) there's, there's a, there's a 14 year old out there that's going to be leading the Blackhawks to to the Stanley cup.
1: There's an eighth (laughs) grader that's going to win the con Smythe in 2028. Yeah. Um, but this is the time for that part of the fan base. Instead of being bummed out that the Blackhawks are going to be, they're going to be bad. We'll say it. They're going to be bad for. They're going to be bad. They're going to lose more than they win. They're going to be bad with a purpose. You know, it's one thing to put together a team you think is going to be competitive, and then they're lousy. But it's one thing going, hey, we're going to make this hurt so it feels so freaking good in a couple of years, and it's worth it. Right. So for that part of the fan base that didn't really get into the get into the uh the team until that first magical playoff run now is their chance to buy in from the very to hop on the ride
2: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely
1: hop on the ride now that's a, we're stealing that sorry kyle <laughs> hey hey
2: guys i have i have, uh, want you to check out this chat here by jake uh-huh. this guy again yeah, yeah he 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 asked you a question was this the you know we're trying to be positive so was this the best, best second period of the kyle davidson era
0: best second period of the kyle With davidson without era
1: without Yes, that is a.
0: If 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 I have ever seen some second periods under the Kyle Davidson era, that was the best one. Yes.
1: it's going to be hard to top. <laughs> yes, that, that, if if, uh, if we had our our point bet apps out right now, uh, that would be a lock. I believe. Gambling Wait, term. You know,
2: can we talk about points bet for a second? Because let's. I feel like we should talk about Mario. How was your first points bet experience today? <laughs>
0: Thanks, Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> well, we
2: could talk about mine next. I, I I know my second period didn't go well.
0: Yeah, it uh, it didn't go well. Um, I, I I I went with the Blackhawks uh, on the money line, and you know it, it 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 fell through. So
1: well, we to let you guys in behind the the curtain here at the CHGO headquarters. We all signed up for the PointsBet app, and we were having some fun with it during the game. Mario, myself, Lawrence, our excellent producer, and Jake. Another one of our uh, great behind-the-camera guys that makes all the magic happen. We were having some fun, placing some fun little bets. It's a lot of fun when you're hanging out with your buddies, watching a game. Uh, makes it a little more fun. None of us, um, obviously none of us got to retire, you know. <laughs> we're still here. We still had to do the show. We didn't hit it big, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and I recommend, you know, throw, throw I mean, it on. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but
2: I would do this job for free myself, so retire? Really? Oh, don't say that too <laughs> loud. The boss might yeah, be listening.
0: exactly. <laughs> Um, so one, one, another thing I, I, I wrote down here that I wanted to kind of talk about is, um, you know, we've, we've seen a ton of Marc-Andre Fleury this year and Kevin Lankinen came into this season, you know, before Marc-Andre Fleury arrived, he was probably going to be penciled in as a starter. He got the most starts last season and, and didn't do too bad as, as, you know, getting his first, first taste of the, of the NHL. He gets to start today. He gets uh, 23 saves on 27 shots faced. He has not had a good season. He's had some injuries. I know he's a likable guy, but he, his contract's up at the end of the year. The Blackhawks' only goaltender right now that with an NHL contract that is signed to next season is Arvid Soderblom, who's a rookie who's playing in Rockford. He's had a few a few appearances in the NHL, but we really don't really know a lot about him. Is is Kevin Lankinen part of the plan, short term or long term, in net for the Blackhawks? Because I'm, if you would have asked me this at the beginning of the season, I would have said yeah, probably. Now I'm not so sure.
1: Again, that's one of those tough questions uh, Kyle Davidson has to uh, has to address. Um, short term, I think yeah, I think you can be fine bringing him back. And and listen, you want to get a really good draft pick for 2023. You're never going to admit to tanking, but a, a, a goaltending duo of Kevin Lincoln and Arvid Soderblom might help you with that. Will that will probably do it. And uh, But those are two guys that you need to find out. Can, if they're your 1A, 1B next year, the results might not be great, but you're going to find out. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Kevin Lincoln is a long-term NHL starter. We all thought he was going to be at the end of last season, but this year he's struggled. He's had injuries. Um, he hasn't had, and it's tough to be a young goalie in a backup situation. He's gone days without playing in game action. That's not easy for any goalie, mm-hmm. especially someone who's never done that before. Right. Uh, at, at this level, especially. So, um, you know, we've talked a lot about Marc-Andre Fleury being the big trade chip for the Hawks. And if they come to an agreement to trade him, well, then it's Kevin Lankanen's net. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get a good 15 or so starts to help make that decision. And he can earn his spot. Where he can earn his ticket out of town. Yeah. Um, Kevin Lincoln and bringing him back on a one year deal wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Right. Giving him anything beyond that, he's still got to prove a lot to me.
0: Right. And and it's hard to kind of forecast the Blackhawks' um, position in 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 net because, like 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 I said, they the only person on on contract beyond this year is Arvid Soderblom, who's a rookie, who's you know just kind of getting he's getting his first taste of of hockey in North America. Um, you have Drew Comezzo coming up in the prospect pipeline, but as promising as as We're promising just. as he looks, he's not he's no. not coming in next season.
1: Next season, you have to know he's three four years around before we can should be at least really considering
0: that. Right, know? absolutely. So, so they're gonna
1: need some help there.
0: Yeah, right, for sure. And so yeah, I, I think you also look at the free agency market for goaltenders this year. There's not really any anyone likely gonna be hitting the market that you're gonna say. Is part of a long term and or is is worthy of a long term investment as well. So, uh, you know, as rough as Lincoln has had it this year, I I think you're right that, you know, still giving him that like one extra year uh, to kind of prove himself if he if if he's going to stick around, I think is is the way to go. But Black it's starting, it's starting to that is starting to fade for me.
1: I No, I agree with you. There's, he's got a lot to prove for mm-hmm. sure, and. Listen, the Blackhawks aren't a team that should be going out spending money on a free agent goal. What's it going to get them? Nothing. Um, So, you know, that's is the type of guy you bring in. And then maybe, you know, the the European scouting staff has done really well over the years bringing goaltenders across the pond. Um, So, you know, maybe they can pull out another... Kevin Lankanen, another Kevin mm-hmm. Lincoln, another Arvid Solovoo, another Antti Ranta. You know, yeah, Auntie, right. Antti Niemi. You know, the list goes on, on. How many of these guys have we had that, that came out of nowhere seemingly from Europe? Um, so, goaltending should be the least concern for Kyle Davidson, at least for the 2022-23 season. He needs to be building the prospect pool mm-hmm. for when they're ready to compete. You know, Drew Camesso, we mentioned him. He's the guy that, you know, he's a top prospect long way to go. We all know goalies right. take f- much longer to develop. So we we shouldn't even be thinking, you know.
0: I mean, we've that. seen we've seen in recent years a couple top-end goalies come in and make impacts right away. Um you know, once they once they got more of a right. more of a real shot in the NHL. Um but yeah, it's it's you're not seeing very many goalies come in as 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds right. coming it's in and, be, and being starters. You know, with the Flyers, Carter Hart came in and had all this, all this momentum, and now, you know, he's somebody that they might be trying to move. Right. And you know, you, you look at uh, a player like you know Jake Ottinger, Spencer Knight, like these young, take these take young goalies. They they take some time, even when they look like they're coming right out of the gate, like you know, hot look coming like hot like right like out of the gate.
1: Like Jack Campbell. Yeah, Jack Campbell was a first round pick. What twenty fourteen? Long yeah. A while, and he. Pr- <laughs> was an afterthought Mm -hmm. now you know he's the he's the main guy in toronto you know he's come back to earth a little bit because well who didn't expect that but this isn't a leaf show so um no goalies goalies take a long time they're a different breed um you know and they're so hard to predict um you know because you can have a guy like you just mentioned carter hart setting the world on fire and now now it hasn't been great Mm -hmm. you know remember the andrew hammond phenomenon a few years yeah. ago hamburgers getting thrown on the ice and he's been an AHL goalie for the last five or six seasons so it's the goaltending position is such a fickle position and it changes from not only week you know season to season but game to game that should be that's like the last, last thing they need to be worried about in constructing next season's roster yeah, short term they definitely playing. need to bring in guys and have guys for Beyond next season, but next season you go Soderblom Lankinen as your tandem. I'm a hundred percent fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Let's see what these guys can do, because eventually we're going to need to know if they're going to be hopping on the ride or not.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Threw it in there, and, it.
0: and you know, you you mentioned Jack Campbell and the Leafs. Um, I know this isn't a Leafs podcast, but um, they everything's about the Leafs. They, they are. Don't they, you pay attention. Uh, on of course, yeah, they are a team. Obviously, that is, is, is looking to contend, looking to get out of the first round. Um, and now you know Jack Campbell looked like you know a guy who who, if the NHL was going to be going to the Olympics, he might have been on Team USA. Right. And now it looks like you know he's he's having some struggles and they're, they're a team that needs a solid goaltender. I mean, could Kyle Davidson call Kyle Dubas hey, and make guys. a deal? get the get the Kyle Kyle D's talking talking well, to each other cuz
1: two young kyles make it work cuz yeah, cuz
0: talk about a team that is probably willing to give go lot. for a run for a, a guy like Mark Andre Fleury
1: absolutely and when you think about the other teams that have been associated in those rumors you know what are you going to get from the penguins what are you going to get from the Oilers not a whole lot the avalanche right uh, you know, the Avalanche keep popping up in Blackhawk rumors. We can talk yeah, about we'll that talk about that in a second. Spoiler alert or segue, however you <laughs> want, whichever one you want to use. But the, the Leafs are a team that are a goaltender away from being a legit Stanley Cup mm-hmm. threat.
0: They also need some help on defense. Right. Can you throw them a flurry DeHaan
1: sure. combo? Sure. I'll even throw in a discounted Jake McCabe. <laughs> discounted? Let's make a, de- let's make a deal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I. And they've got prospects. They've got draft they, capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Nick Robertson from Mark Andre Fleury and Calvin DeHaan. Who says no? Uh,
0: maybe, I don't. Well, maybe the Leafs do at that at that price. But
1: uh, you want to win a cup? You have one in 1967. That's true. How desperate? That's those are the offers you got to make. How right. desperate... How bad do they want it? Mm-hmm. You know,
0: especially you know that that team that market. I mean that talk about like a a comparison to like the Chicago Cubs, you know, trying to, uh, you know, just get, just get the one, you know, stops, you know, stop saying 108 years, stop saying 1967. Like that's, that's a team that, you know, you could look at as, as, as a trade partner for the Blackhawks and and say, like you said, like you can really recoup some top end prospects and, and, you know, some, some quality picks for a first round pick for the, for Leafs if they end up going on a run, they, you know, you're just going to be late first round. Okay, sure. Late first round is better than no first round, but it's still the Leafs. Right. Y- they could do everything that they wanted, and he they could still, they could did, still lose in the first round to Boston still get
1: somehow. Eighteenth pick because they were out. In yeah, round one. yeah. So no, it's uh, that's a very interesting scenario, and, and you're you're 100 right that the Leafs are intrigue, Even if it's not from Mark Andre Fleury, we've got defensemen. Mm-hmm. They need defensemen,
0: and they're probably not wanting to you know, blow up the farm for a guy like Ben Sherratt or, right. you know, Jacob Chikrin. So if you want to solidify somebody with a, with a Calvin Dehan for, for cheap, maybe throw him in with a Mark Andre Fleur. Who knows? Like, I think that's a team that's very interesting for the Blackhawks to be looking Absolutely. at. Another one we want to talk about it quickly here that's, that's popped up was the Colorado avalanche uh, news coming out reports that they made a, a phone call to the Blackhawks about the availability of Patrick Kane. I mean, uh, they have cap issues. They don't have um, draft capital to, to give up. It would definitely have to involve the Blackhawks retaining, which uh, to me makes it sound like they would have to also give up some pretty uh, prime prospects to, to land Patrick Kane in Colorado. Um, I don't know. I don't put a lot of weight in it because everyone around the league knows the Blackhawks, they've, they've expressed, we are in a rebuild. People know okay, do Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane want to be around? Like, we're talking about it. Everyone else is talking about it. So for a team to not be calling the Blackhawks and saying, hey, w- what's up with Patrick Kane? Like, they're not doing your due diligence. Right.
1: Right. I mean, any every, every team in the league can call. But until Patrick Kane says, I want to go, and this is where I want to go, phone calls are phone calls at this point. I'm mean, right. sure they called. I, I If I'm the Avalanche, if I'm Joe Sackick, I'm calling for Marc-Andre Fleury, not Patrick Kane. That team doesn't need another dynamic forward. Right. One puck on the ice at a time. So <laughs> That's not the guy I'm calling for, but I mean, Joe Sackick's one of the best GMs in the in the game. He's one of the, you know, he's, he's fleeced the Blackhawks more than once. Right, in his exactly. Career. So, again, is this one of those veteran guys saying, okay, let's see what this new kid's about. Let's see if we can yeah. g- right. get him going here. Who knows? Um, but, you know, I'm sure he's taking phone calls. But, again, until Patrick King goes to Davidson and says, Okay, I'm willing to go somewhere else now. Um, I don't expect Patrick Kane getting traded at the deadline. That's the, he's not the type of player with another year in his contract and all the salary and all that other stuff. I don't. That's not a deadline type deal. If he's gonna move, it's probably gonna happen in the off season. You know, it certainly sounds like he wants to stay here. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of a season, so I can't see him changing his mind in the next two weeks. Not saying it's impossible, but I could definitely see after the season seeing what happens at the trade deadline sitting and taking some time to think about it, then, yeah. you know, maybe that's a trade that happens at the draft. That's where I can see that trade happen before the deadline. So I know, uh, I can see January. I know. I yeah. Know she's a huge, I know Patrick the King fan. I a relax. Patrick Kane
0: trade trade is not a it's popular not gonna, trade, no, but, it's
1: not, but it's, it's, a, it's, I don't want to say it's a necessary one, but it, Kind of is. It if is want to do it right. Right
0: from a from a hockey business standpoint,
1: from, the, from big picture standpoint, it is. It is. It is hard to is
0: to rebuild when you have a not one but two $10 million dollar players on your Absolutely. on on your cap. Especially so when
1: one of them can get you a lot in return. Mm-hmm. Patrick exactly. Kane can still get you a lot in return.
0: And 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 the one thing too, I think with 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 Kane wanting to stay in Chicago, I think if the communication between. Kyle Davidson and Patrick Kane and and Jonathan Tays to an extent as well. I think if the communication is more is is more clear than it was with Stan Bowman, you know we we've seen that you know communic- communication for Kyle Davidson is going to be key. He already said it in his introductory press conference that there's going to be no surprises for guys like Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taze when it comes to their futures or the future direction of the team. And we saw maybe a little bit of a veiled shot from Jonathan Tays saying that you know. He believes in Kyle Davidson, uh, you know, a veiled shot at Sam Bowman by saying he believes in Kyle Davidson, someone who's going to stick to a plan and not make moves based off of ego. Um, so it, it could it could be that, you know, Kane and Taze could be convinced to stick around because Kyle Davidson lays things out to them, lays the plan out to them and says, hey, like, this is what we're going to do. Do you want to be involved in this? And if they're on board, that, those no movement clauses – if know they know don't want to wave them. You're not. They you can't do right. nothing about you it. So,
1: just, Davidson can get the greatest offer in the world for both of those guys until they say yes. It's not happening. Yeah. So those are discussions that they really that I think if they haven't had already, they're going to need to have at the end of the season and say, listen, this is where it's going to be. This is where we're heading. If you want to be a part of this and be veteran leaders, great. If you want to go somewhere and get one more cup we'll we'll do mm-hmm. what we can to get you where you want to go um but you know you got to steer them in the direction right. you're hoping they pick at some point
0: and if one of you is going to stick around one of you is going to have to take a pay cut absolutely and, well, yeah, and, I, and I think we know which one's going to have to take the pay cut
1: yeah, well they're both i mean if they're going to play beyond next season here they're both not going to get what they were making um, but one of them's getting severe pay
0: cuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so yeah that'll do it for uh for this edition of the chgo blackhawks podcast remember uh brought to you by points bet um use the promo code chgo when you sign up with points bet that's been greg Boyson. i'm mario Tarabasi. hop on the ride and we will see you next time